Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to yet another episode of the BTP Podcast. As always, joined by Daniel. How's it going, my man? What up, my man, buddy? How's it going? Good to be here with you for yet another great show, basically. And obviously, couldn't be any happier because uh, fortunately, we're hearing a lot of great news from around the world and the positive tendency. People are talking about their summer vacations and they're talking about how they can actually, you know, uh, enjoy their lives. I'm hearing a lot of, you know, things regarding my post-pandemic bucket list is like now, now a trend among a lot of bloggers and uh, <laughs> even on social media people are talking like oh my post-pandemic bucket list what's yours here's mine and like that's a very positive thing to hear and it's very inspiring so generally it's pretty good and we're waiting to hopefully take uh, our lives to the next level once the pandemic is over and we can actually return to uh, what, what basically we have <laughs> now uh, basically uh, come to a really cherish called back to normal. Therefore, life is great and uh, couldn't be any happier. Absolutely. It makes uh, lots of sense. I mean, everybody's planning, you know, what I'm going to do next, the first and second, the third after, um, you know, uh, things go back to complete normalcy, I suppose. So, exactly. yeah, there's a lot of those uh, conversations going around, which is exciting. Um, I don't know. Do you have any? I'm actually any... curious. What is your post-pandemic, you know, bucket list? What are the, what are the items, uh, basically, on your bucket list? Yeah, I I just just want to hang out with people. That's that's basically like I think lots, you guys lots there of people, are not... just fully deprived because nobody there breaks yeah. the rule or something. I think <laughs> you guys basically have been living, uh, you know, w- without any social contact for almost a year because the Canadians <laughs> are extremely nice and they follow all the rules and all that. So I'm guessing you really need some social contact. Yeah, I mean, um, not. I mean, I'm not just talking about like with one. I mean, like very group activity, bunch of people, not just two of or course, three, maybe like ten, twenty. Need, right. We right. want what we were not allowed to for over a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's exactly true. What, what about yourself? Do you have anything that is at the top of your well, list? As you know me, I cannot even live without group activity. So actually, <laughs> exactly. I was the only. I was the only uh, basically person holding group, uh, basically conversations and uh, workshops. Of course, we had to scale down. We couldn't have a lot of people on board, but I was pretty much the only person that I know among my social circle actually maintained uh, a social basically uh, uh, event on a Mm. steady basis during this time. And uh, quite frankly, if it wasn't for that, probably I would have, you know, uh, really found the whole experience much harder than it really had to be so generally mm-hmm. uh for me i just couldn't even wait for the pandemic to end it's like dude i'm not gonna wait for the end of the pandemic i got it mm-hmm. i got i need at least eight people in front of me right now let's get going mm-hmm. <laughs> no i get it i get it and you know hey as long as you've done it safe which i'm sure you did who cares right it's uh, gonna well, be okay obviously everything is about safety man we all care right. about safety but exactly uh all right seatbelts before you start driving Exactly. That's that's very well, those listeners, when we're talking about that type of safety, by the way. Yeah, fasten the seatbelts. That's exactly <laughs> what uh, Pujik's meant. <laughs> yes, that's that kind of safety. It's just check your mirrors and stuff. Um, exactly. Blind spots. Both mirrors, especially, <laughs> especially the rear one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now let's go back to the topic of today, which we're going to uh, to discuss uh, how to deal with, you know, um, mood swings and emotional difficulties one might have obviously that would be one case in the during the pandemic but even in normal days sometimes you don't have you're not uh, you know optimally tuned emotionally if you will so sometimes you have mood swings you're not well your hormones are acting up um men and women um not not particularly for specific gender i suppose um so how would you go about dealing with that um so uh 
So, so that's a very general question. It's a very general topic, but let's get a little bit into details. So, uh, okay. So first of all, first, uh, I think point is sometimes I personally find that you're not even aware of your mood swings, at, especially at the beginning of the day, right? So one element is identifying that as a, as a okay, I'm not, I'm not in, in a good mood today, right? Sometimes it's super obvious, but sometimes it's not. Uh, and in the cases that are not very obvious, what are your mechanisms to evaluate your mood uh, on a day-to-day basis if, if you have any, Dan? Of course. Uh, well, first of all, mood swing is, you know, like if you had any, because uh, ultimately being human will make you subject to this uh, mood swing. The question is how much, how frequently, and to what intensity can you actually get it back to normal? Ultimately, we all uh, are subjected to this issue of uh, you know, mood swings. It happens to all of us. However, some of us, by a combination uh, of genetics, hormonology, and gender, are more or less likely to suffer from mood swings. However, it is something that happens to every single one of us. I know a gentleman who said, I don't have a bad day. (laughs) That gentleman is Vladimir Putin. So uh, if that's exactly what he really meant, I'm not sure if he was telling the truth in this situation, although uh, Mr. Putin is not famous for telling the truth anyways. Uh, But the fact of the matter is, one of the things that many men especially proud themselves on is that I do not have bad days or I'm always feeling great. I'm always in the sweet spot. Well, I think that should be an ideal that every man and woman should probably aspire for. But that's not the journey. It means our desire to have no mood swings. It requires us to actually go through a very lengthy process of personal development, both physically, because a great deal of um, you know, mood swings uh, basically uh, have to do with uh, our general uh, you know, level of health, energy, amount of sleep we get, how healthy our lives are. Are we smokers or non-smokers? Do we drink a lot of coffee in the morning and have a lot of caffeine in our system? Or do we tend to eat healthier and we avoid uh, all these uh, basically junk foods and stimulants? So a great deal of that comes down to our health. And of course, a, a part of that is just pure genetics. Some of us are basically less stress resistant. And that itself means that we are a lot more likely to go through the emotional swings as the environment around us actually goes through all the inevitable changes that it actually goes through. Uh, And of course, finally, it's about gender. Again, there are studies that prove that women tend to be uh, uh, experiencing that more often, especially when they're feeling uh, certain hormonal, basically, uh, changes in their body. Uh, However, that's, of course, uh, a very small influencing factor. This means that mood swing is what uh, uh, basically affects both men and women across all ages and backgrounds. So it happens to all of us. However, uh, what Vladimir Putin said, but I don't have a bad day is probably like, I tend to have more uh, good days than bad days. And I think that that is a more realistic approach to aim for and a more honest uh, declaration that a man can make because no matter how, you know, how much you work, because if I right now tell our listeners, yeah, man, there are a lot of people out there who don't have bad days. Like, oh man, I feel like shit. Look at all these people who are having all the time. They're having good days and my life sucks. Because that's a lie. It's not true. It's quite normal to have bad days. I don't. I know a single person that I really personally know who d- doesn't have a bad day, uh, even though they are having a very healthy, successful lifestyle. They still go through those ups and downs, just like anybody else will go through them, because it's human nature. However, while it is normal to have mood swings, it is not really normal to have those mood swings happening very frequently, and it's also not uh, very efficient to let those mood swings affect your life in a way that it might actually interfere with your day-to-day functioning or making you know very bad decisions, oftentimes with life you know lifelong consequences. 
So for that reason, we need to actually look at the issue a bit more seriously, accept mood swing as an inevitable part of being human, but at the same time, work on ourselves to actually uh, somehow alleviate the negative side effects. So do I have mood swings? Definitely I do. But does it uh, happen very frequently? I hope not. I try my very best to maintain a healthy lifestyle so that doesn't happen. And more importantly, it's about the way you think. So the way you think affects whether you will have mood swings or not. If you're always thinking in a way that is causing you stress or is reducing your self-confidence, of course you will go through those depressive cycles and you got to go up and down. But if you tend to think in a more healthy, positive way, you're more optimistic obviously you will uh, go through them a lot less. However, with that being said, the pandemic that just occurred, uh, unfortunately, is a source of tremendous uh, emotional angst uh, among people around the world. And that's exactly what caused us to experience uh, so many reports of uh, suicidal thoughts, major mood swings, uh, severe depressions. These were like some of the common things we heard a lot during the pandemic. And it's quite normal. If you keep someone in their room all day long for, I don't know, months, if not uh, years, obviously something's going to go wrong because that's not what the body is designed to do. Uh, however, there are obviously techniques around the world that can allow us to hopefully uh, reduce these uh, swings as much as possible and to hopefully increase the amount of stability and tranquility in our lives. Yeah, that, that actually does make a lot of sense. And um, I wanted to actually uh, bring us back to a point that you made um, briefly kind of a, a minutes or two ago. And that was about uh, the, the, your mentality actually affects your moods as well. Like um, that couldn't be that couldn't be more emphasized, I suppose, because um, like, look, um, if you're con on social media 24-7, I don't know, consuming news 24-7, I don't imagine how your mood would be so oh. i think our habits even even the social um immediate uh, social groups you're holding i think that's why i think it's very important to um to pay attention to the type of people you're hanging out with depending on what your intention what your goals are well of course we're talking about emotional uh moods but also life goals right so i think of uh, i think th there's an emphasis to be made there uh, I just wanted to bring that back um, again. That's why, I mean, I'm, I have nothing against social media, but it can't be particularly healthy if you're over consuming it. Um, uh, if you're overexposed to the world, I suppose, by news outlets, exactly. social media, et cetera. Um, I don't know if you have anything further to say there. Uh, or and, not. and you just pointed out that to very, you know, two major sources of mood swings, the news media, which is predominantly mm -hmm. negative. And mm -hmm. because let's be honest, the news media is a business. You see, I'm mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. I look at all things through the prism and through the lenses of business and profitability. And when you look at uh, most news media's basic uh, model of business, they just want to attract more viewers and they do it at any cost. Mm -hmm. And the cost is ultimately uh, scaring people because people, I mean, in the modern world are extremely busy. They have a lot of, you know, uh, ways to keep their, you know, uh, attention focused on their different act activities. So, in this situation, the media has to really focus on the negative and on the scary to attract enough viewers to make a profit. For that reason, the media, especially the news media, is not really designed for informing people of the news. More importantly, it's about generating profit for the, for the mass media. And that obviously entails a lot of negativity and fear, which is why those who watch a lot of news tend to be very stressed and nervous most of the time. The other one that you point out uh, basically pretty well, uh, and that's so true, it's about the social media. It is proven that the more time you spend on social media, the more likely you are to suffer from depression, the more likely you are to, uh, to suffer from lack of self-confidence, 
And I, ironically, you uh, report far less levels of life satisfaction. This has been done through, you know, throughout uh, various researchers that have been published in various journals. It is proven now that social media has uh, you know, a direct impact on your level of emotional, uh, basically, uh, 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 perhaps problems, issues, and even mood swings, as we discussed earlier. For that reason, uh, that's one of the issues, which obviously comes down to managing the psychology. Again, mood swings is not purely psychological because nothing psychological really is purely psychological. There's always a link between the body and the mind. So mood swings aren't just, if you really uh, had a great time last night, you went to a party and you drank a lot uh, and you, I don't know, maybe smoke a little bit as well. Don't expect to have a very good night's sleep. Don't expect to get four or five REM cycles throughout the night because you, you're, you're drunk. So you cannot have you know, proper uh, REM uh, basically cycles. You cannot sleep well because of all the nicotine in your system. And when you wake up in the morning, you know, tired like a zombie, you cannot expect to jump and like, yes, I'm ready for a good day. Of course, like, oh gosh, what did I do yesterday? So that's exactly what happens to all of us. So all these issues comes down to the body and the mind. So the pandemic, you know, put a very major limitation uh, on our physical freedom. So we couldn't move as much outdoor. We couldn't be in social settings. And that is important because your biology uh, basically makes 50% of your entire emotional makeup. And then, of course, the other part is uh, your psychology. Do you tend to be in a happy relationship? Are you surrounded by your friends and loved ones? Because we are social creatures. We are not meant to be loners. Uh, and, the, you know, the modern world, unfortunately, sometimes makes it seem like it's okay and normal to be alone, to be like, oh, I'm so cool. I'm so independent. But in reality, that's just a fantasy. It's just a way of, you know, uh, trying to say things that you're, you know, you're super cool. But in fact, this goes against our basic evolutionary wiring, even if you are an introvert. I mean, it's not just about extroverts like me. It, it goes back to our very nature as a species. For that reason, both of these elements are important. You pointed out social media and mass media, and you're definitely right about this, mm. which is why I'm strictly against watching the news, especially watching the news is a major stressor because these news media basically outlets are trained how to make their headlines extremely stressful so they, they can actually attract your attention and you can watch those uh, material. The same thing, of course, goes with social media. Uh, people posing all their photos. Oh, I'm always on vacation. I'm always uh, wearing this bikini and I never look fat because I use all these beauty basically apps that make me, uh, I don't know, seem to, uh, perhaps 25 pounds uh, much lighter than I am currently. And obviously all those likes is gonna make me look like I'm the, Miss USA, but in fact, if you see me in the, in the you know in the morning, you don't even want to talk to me. So a lot of girls watch those girls like, oh my gosh, look at her, she's so perfect, and look at me, I'm all pimpled, and boom, guess what? Who's gonna get depressed? Obviously, because right. people are it's, there's everybody knows that people put their very best moments on social media. They upload their very like, look at me, I'm always traveling. Yeah, working as a you know uh, an accountant who hates her job. Uh, most of the time and just saving all these travelers to post regularly on a weekly basis, of course. Or look at me, I'm so rich. I am currently driving Lamborghini. Oh, by the way, sign up for my $1 course. Yeah, you're super rich. You want to sell it for $1. That's, uh, that's how rich you are. So in reality, people tend to look at these things and say, look at his life and look at my life, man. I'm a loser. And they're going to feel like shit. But mm -hmm. once we raise the awareness and we realize that social media especially our posts, have no reflection, and I mean no reflection of our real lives, then we'll actually not take it so seriously. And 
we spend ideally less time on these platforms and we spend more time doing things that are more productive, including socializing, making friends and talking to people directly instead of, you know, sending uh, stupid comments like you're the best or I don't know, great with, an, uh, with, a, uh, with a number eight, GR8, come on, man, stop it. And all those things, you instead try to meet real people, talk to them, call your best friend. What's going on, man? What's up, girl? And these are the things that actually, you know, help us uh, deal with this and not wasting time on social media and, you know, in front of the mass media. Exactly. And I, I think, yeah, I, I think I missed the, um, you know, the consumption of the food part, like the, uh, the things that you eat uh, part, um, eat, obviously that has an impact. Uh, good, good that you pointed it out now. Okay. So we have a, I think we established a very good methodology to minimize our down down days, let's call it, or downtime in terms of emotionally. Uh, so, but but as you mentioned, it's fairly reasonable to say, uh, probably impossible for any human being to be uh, on all the have a good day every single day. It so is you're practically impossible. Practically I impossible. Am, I practice NLP every morning to get myself in a great state of mind. Uh -huh. And I've been doing this for years now. Now, most of my friends have never seen me down, obviously. But at the mm -hmm. same time, even someone like me, I have, you know, uh, my bad days too. I mean, it's, I have my own share of bad days. Fortunately, fortunately, again, I don't want to like uh, uh, basically uh, brag, but fortunately, those days tend to not be too many. But I'm still a human being. And even if you know yeah. all the science of, you know, NLP and psychology and you exercise the way I do three times per day and all that, and you try to eat healthy, it's still going to go through those inevitable tough moments. We mm -hmm. all have bad days and it's completely normal. However, like I mentioned earlier, the key here is dosage, the amount, the frequency. These are the things. If you are living like, oh, it's good. Daniel said, it's good to have a, you know, emotionally unhealthy life. So it doesn't matter. I'm going to continue with my life the way it was. No, mm -hmm. man. If you're experiencing major emotional swings is happening frequently, that is a disease, man. You got to deal with that. But at the same time, don't bash yourself on the head if perhaps you're not having a perfect day, 365 days, uh, basically a year. That's quite normal. However, our goal is always to avoid perfectionism and instead try to make things a little bit better. How can I, instead of being, you know, pissed off half the time, be pissed off one third of the time? How can I actually have more, uh, you know, fun and enjoy my days a bit more and reduce these mood swings? That should be, I think, our target, which is a lot more realistic and achievable. Perfect. But this is where I'm going with this. Uh, we land on those days and it happens. You're, you're, you're right. We want to minimize the number of times and the intensity of it. But it happens with whatever intensity and whatever frequency you find yourself in one of those days. That is not it sucks. You feel shit. What do we do? Oh, you see, psychologists call this having feelings about your feelings. And that is one of the major causes of rumination and depression. You see, as you mentioned earlier, it's quite normal to have bad days. But the mm -hmm. problem is some people feel bad for having uh, basically bad days. They feel bad about feeling bad. And this mm. ultimately makes them, you know, extremely uh, unhappy. So understand, accept the days that are, you know, not bad as, as they are. Do not reject them. Do not resist them. Don't feel bad about them because that's what we do a lot. It's like, shit, I'm feeling like shit. And I feel like shit because I'm feeling like shit. And mm. this unfortunately creates a very negative inner cycle. that makes it much harder to you know, recover from that. So you will literally program yourself to feel like shit for the rest of that day. Instead, 
what you would do, what I would do on a day like that, I would say, oh, well, I'm not as well rested as I expected because we're working yesterday on a project. Let's call it a project. And unfortunately, <laughs> we were, I was not able to get enough rest. Okay. So I see, well, uh, there's uh, for every uh, basically benefit, there is a cost. You got to pay the cost. I paid the cost. I see. So we didn't get eight hours as I expected. It was actually six hours. So I am going to go through the rest of the day feeling uh, basically not well rested. I accept it. I'm not going to resist it. I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to say, why am I not feeling good today? It's terrible. I hate it. No. All right. I'm not going to resist it. I accept that today I'm not going to be well rested. But just because I'm feeling like shit and I'm not well rested doesn't mean that the whole day is going to be shit. It's like, okay, so I'm definitely not going to be my most cheerful. Probably I'm not going to be able to make as many jokes today because I can't even, you know, I don't even have a sense of humor today. But how else could I enjoy today in a best way possible? Maybe I should perhaps uh, put a bit more, uh, basically, I don't know, uh, uh, perhaps, uh, I don't know, jelly in my breakfast to make it a little bit cooler. Or maybe I should go for a runner, perhaps, I don't know, I'm going to be a, uh, try to, you know, go for a, uh, let's say five, uh, let's say 10 minute run, because I'm a runner, so I'm going to do it, let's do it a little bit longer today to enjoy that. Or since I'm not going to be very positive today, maybe I'm going to be a little bit grumpy, so I will tend to avoid uh, most of the situations where I'm expected to be super funny. And instead, I will work instead on my, let's say, tax today. I'm going to just do my taxes today. I don't, I'm not going to basically go out and meet people face-to-face. I will postpone my meetings for the next day. And today I'll do my boring stuff, my tax papers, for example, and other stuff. So you see, you don't resist it. You don't say why it happened to me, why I'm feeling like shit. You don't have feelings about your feelings. You accept them as they are. You don't resist them. And once you stop resisting them, now you open up the possibility to actually make that day much better than it would have been if you simply just blame yourself on, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm feeling like shit. So that is what I do myself during those days when I might not be in my peak. And I recommend everybody else do the same because once you stop judging it, once you accept it, it actually becomes a lot easier. And you might, ironically, this is what happens to me most of the time. When I feel like I'm not well rested in the morning or I'm not as fresh today or I'm not as, you know, let's say uh, cheerful, I simply accept it. I go through the day as normal. And guess what? By the time I reach evening, I'm already in a good mood because I didn't resist it, right? But if you resist that, it's like, oh my gosh, you will go through the entire day and feel like shit. And probably that feeling might even persist for the next few days or weeks. So why don't we just stop resisting it, accept it as what it is, and try to make the most of it. I think that's a far better approach than just feeling bad about feeling bad. Exactly. I think think that makes makes a lot of sense. Actually, uh, feeling bad about feeling bad, it's uh, feeling bad squared to the power of two. Absolutely. Um, now just... we're going super math here, but yeah, that's like for, <laughs> for those mathematicians and nerds, that's exact. You're literally, and as all mathematicians know, when you square something, that feeling that's, that's, that's called exponential growth. This means as you go through the day, your, you know, negative feelings exponentially increase. Can you believe that? Cause you mentioned that Grayson like squared, that is exactly what happens. So you wake up in the morning feeling like shit, but that negative feeling will then uh, exponentially grow over time. So by the time you reach the evening, you just feel like hell. And that's what a lot of people, you know, get super depressed, they even, you know, do crazy stuff. So they start, you know, uh, using uh, alcohol or drugs for that reason, because it's getting worse and worse. Like, what should I do? How can I regulate my state? Okay, I'm going to just, you know, go for drugs. For that reason, <laughs> right. once you avoid making it squared, you simply uh, allow yourself a way out. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, that, and that's, uh, that's, I think, it's so many good advice. I actually haven't, 
really thought about what you're going to say. So I wasn't anticipating anything. And I, I, I'm just blown away, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we are kind of coming, humming around along to the end of the show. Is there anything in, in particular that we didn't talk about or anything you want to uh, revisit at this end of the stage? Well, first of all, you uh, mentioned all the things that we had to say to our audience regarding the, the issue of mood swings. The thing that we didn't talk as much, obviously, was uh, perhaps uh, our biology. I mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, uh, there are clear uh, linkages between uh, what you eat and uh, how much, uh, especially sugar you consume and other uh, stimulants and how stable you are. So if you're a, I don't know, I, I have a lot of my friends. If you are, for example, addicted to certain types of uh, basically mood altering substances, let's say nicotine, let's say sugar, let's say energy drinks and these craps. And I really hate it, unfortunately, that I'm seeing these days, uh, many celebrities and many uh, basically influencers are unfortunately selling this junk to people, energy drinks. I really believe that energy drinks should be abolished from, from the entire face of the earth. But unfortunately now we are seeing a new trend. People calling, oh, I can live like hell and then have energy drinks to solve all my problems. Now, if you believe in placebo, yeah, it does. But in reality, it'll actually ruin the body. So the other thing we discussed uh, was uh, about, of course, managing our mind, being positive and not having feelings about our feelings because it's completely normal to have bad days no one's going to judge you for that. You should not judge yourself either. Just go through the day, accept it as what it is. And more importantly, try to understand that it's uh, going to be just one day. If you don't resist it, probably you'll have a bad day for one day. And the next morning, you're going to feel fresh and everything's going to go back to normal. But if you keep persisting on that negativity, you might actually you know, get involved with a major you know, depressive cycle that could last for weeks, if not months. And above all, take care of your health. That means sufficient physical activities. If you don't like, uh, you know, if you're not like a gym rat the way I am, no problem. Go for walks. You know, put that goddamn car away. You're going to be saving the planet by reducing the uh, carbon emission. And at the same time, you will get a lot more physical activities. Use the public transport. Trust me, I'm at a lot of great contacts in public transport. I love public transport. They make me so happy over the years. Man, I love the public transport. But the point is, you really need to be more active. Perhaps uh, being, uh, you know, uh, perhaps trying to change your uh, basically schedule in a way that you're more on foot and you're less in your car. Even ideally doing more aerobic exercises, perhaps. Then, of course, your diet. Take care of that. How do you eat? How much do you eat? And more importantly, at what portions and at what times of the day? These are all important factors. Do you take regular supplements for multivitamin and minerals? Trust me, it is important. You say, but Dan, I don't, I want to eat all these things naturally. Well, it is proven that no matter how, how well you eat on a regular basis, if you're living in a modern city, buying the junk food that we buy these days called you know, uh, fruits and vegetables, which most of them are actually are not even organic, you're not going to get enough uh, vitamins and minerals. So you need to have that supplements. Find the one that works for you and regularly take the, the supplements. It's definitely going to help you with your mood swings as well. And above all, do not have feelings about your feelings during those bad days. You can do all these things. You can have the regular exercise routine. You can eat healthy. You can have great relationships. You can do everything right, but you can still have shitty days. We all have them. So when it happens, just accept it as what it is. Let it go and try to make the most of it. And trust me, if you do that, you will probably not have to repeat the same experience the next day. Amazing. Biology. Biology shall not be missed. Um, that was important. a very Darth Vader type of style. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I mean, gotta introduce some drama sometimes from time to time. That's right. Uh, all right. Thank you for joining us as always, Dan, for this episode. My pleasure, man. And I appreciate you all for listening in, tuning in. Without you guys, we're just uh, humming to the void. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating if you're leaving comments. And thank you for your suggestions privately in the DMs and uh, whatnot. And until a later episode, have a good one. <laughs>